Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. And gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Yeah. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. How about that? And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. Let's get him. Let's get him hard. Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, check it, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now of knocking out all bums, often imitated but never duplicated. You've heard it all. My name is Pedro Fernandez and welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're talking combat sports for two hours today on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211, of course, uh, uh, SB Nation Sports and like a thousand other internet platforms. Bottom line is, I am glad you are with us here today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The HBO, the retired HBO godfather, that's right. The 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 bo- I, I throw darts at him. I, that's what I do. Larry Merchant. I throw darts at him. He's like he's like he's like a boxing dartboard. I just throw darts at him. Any questions? Like, boom, boom. I throw these darts at him, and he just comes up with the answers. Eighty nine years old, still rock and rolling. The Godfather still in his prime, no doubt about that. So we expect some to spend some time with him right now. As we go, of course, we are live on Twitch TV, Twitch TV, the Sports Byline channel, and straight up, what we're doing there is. We're going to go with the live Roberto. Take that back. We're going to tape a Roberto Duran fight. Of course, Duran in the hospital right now. But we'll show you the Duran-Barkley fight from 1989. Roberto Duran's last big match, of course, winning the middleweight championship in February of 1989 by beating Iran Barkley. So we've got lots of history to talk about today. Wow. 26 years ago today, the bite fight. Was it 20? Yeah, yeah, 20, 20. Holy. 24 years ago. Learn how to count. 24 years ago, the bite fight. Wow, holy cow, long time ago? Not really. It seems like yesterday, the riots and all that kind of good stuff. Anyway, you are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Now, let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Get your car ready for summer at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oil, check. Battery, check. Wipers, check. And don't forget your cooling system. Right now, get Peak Long Life Universal Pre-Mixed Antifreeze and Coolant for $12.99 a gallon at O'Reilly Auto Parts. And earn double O rewards points with your purchase. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. And you know who never gets a death penalty are crazy people and mentally ill people. Anybody who's got a problem, like a Jeffrey Dahmer. Remember that guy? Was it four or five years ago? Dahmer was eating a lot of people. And they never gave him the death penalty because he was ruled insane. What a surprise. But if a guy's crazy, that's the defense in America. He doesn't know what he did. He cannot be held responsible for his actions. Well, if he doesn't know what he did, then he doesn't know we're going to kill him. The guy's that crazy. You put the guy in the electric chair, we'll tell him it's a ride. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer on that one. So it's February of 1993, the first week of February 1993. We are in Beijing, China. Of course, our debut of professional boxing in China. 
There hadn't been any boxing in China since 1949 in the communist takeover, takeover of Mao Zedong. So Pedro hits town. Bob Arum was there. Harold Smith was there. Of course, we had a, a bunch of fights. And, of course, Muhammad Ali was there as well. But, you know, we had, when you do independent promotions, it isn't like Larry Merchant. When Larry Merchant goes into a town for HBO, he goes into a place, he sits down, he does the TV. They give him some, uh, some, some, uh, scripts and this and that, things to look at, maybe we're going to do this, maybe we're going to do that, general outline of the show, things like that, but, you know, he doesn't have to do all kinds of different things. I mean, when you work for independent promotions, you might be doing like a thousand different things, I kid you not, like I... At one point, I remember a couple of times where I was doing both television and the ring announcer and setting up the lights, setting up the ropes, I mean, setting up the turnbuckles. This is just part of the things that you do in these independent shows. So, harken back to February of 1993, we were in Beijing, China, and we're on the way over, and this beautiful Chinese lady, she's part of the Chinese society over there, she just is enthralled with me. She's absolutely enthralled with me, okay? So anyway, I don't know this. I have no idea. So anyway, I meet her when we get off the plane, this and that, and and, and she's like, ah. Anyway, bottom line was head over heels. I didn't know. And uh, then I have to go, I think a couple of days later, um, I'm watching the girls, and I said you have to do a lot of things in independent shows. I'm watching the girls, ring card girls, get ready to do, you know, they're practicing as ring cards, you know, doing the ring card thing. So anyway, they're stomping around the ring like, 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 like men in combat booths. Boom, 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 boom. So they had no femininity, femininity to them at all. I mean, they were just, and they were good looking women. They were just like, they were walking around really, really butch. I mean, they just, they couldn't get, there was no, I mean, I couldn't figure it out. So they thought that it had to be tough, you know, in boxing. They had to look tough and this kind of good stuff. So I tried to stress to them that you didn't have to look tough. You had to look like a lady, this and that. And then we had the language barriers and the translators and all this kind of good stuff. And they were sort of taking offense at it. So I had to teach them. I actually had to touch them, touch, teach them, not touch them, teach them how to be a ring card girl. So I get in the ring with this ring card, with this card in my hand. I slide between the ropes. They hand me the card, and I do this feminine dance around the ring. Like, I mean, I'm the gayest guy in the entire world. I ain't kidding you, man. I'm serious. Whoa, whoa. Anyway. I'm doing this gay act because I'm trying to act as feminine as I can in order to try to, 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 to instill that these women have to look feminine when they're doing this on TV, okay? We're do the brawl from on, uh, the, uh, the brawl to Wallace, what somebody called in the course of February 1993, the first boxing card in China since 1949. Anyway, so I'm trying to, t- and, and these chicks aren't getting it, okay? So I have to keep doing it, and I'm running. I guess I'm on my my eighth or tenth lap around the ring now, just looking as gay as I can, and I'm dancing with this little card in the whole nine yards. And anyway, um, I'm done. And finally, the women got hip to win the whole nine yards. And um, anyway, so I go to talk to this lady a little bit later. This lady is part of this highest society, a lady from China. From, from China. And of course, she was an American citizen as well. Big bucks, no doubt about that. Beautiful lady, whole nine yards. And then she sort of got real distant, and I couldn't figure out why, right? So a couple days later, she drops the line. He's gay. He's from San Francisco, and he's gay. From that little gay march I did. Holy cow. Nothing to be further from the truth. I see two gay guys going down the street. I say to myself, hey, hey, two chicks for me. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Live from the City of Angels, the retired HBO godfather himself. Of course, talking about Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, a very good Sunday to you, sir. 
Uh, thank you, Pedro. So tell me, did you touch them or did you teach them? No, I taught them, um, but I wanted to touch, and, and, and the whole point was my teaching killed the touching. <laughs> I mean, go ahead and tell you, tie, put it together, Godfather. He's doing this stuff, and he's from San Francisco. Him, right, so well. they, they, just, they just tied it together. On my, I, I was I was dead as far as playing was concerned. Uh, okay, okay. I, it sounds like a Groucho Marx thing. It almost was. I was going to go there, but I didn't want to. Anyway, boxing is back. Of course, they had had a fight last night on TV. Miguel Bertrand was on, and uh, he is a WBC 130-pound champion. Good-looking fighter, no doubt about that. But big fights. Um... I guess with the virus coming back and in, in, in being more prevalent than it was before, boxing's in, even though like Barry Hearns announcing cards and this and that, we aren't going to see crowds for a long, long, long time, huh? Uh, well, I don't know what a long, long, long time means, but meanwhile, a lot of people are uh, locked in. And that would be, uh, it seems to me, a pretty good uh, market for some good fights. But I don't, I'm, it's above my pay grade uh, to know how the business side works, particularly in, during this pandemic. Well, Ryan Garcia said that he was only getting $200,000 to fight on July the 7th, 4th, so he said, I decided he was going to pull out. Oscar said it was a lot more than $200,000, so these guys are going back and forth. They're arguing. Um, Devin Haney, I mean, they call him the Internet champion at 135. We've got Teofimo Lopez and Vasil Lomachenko in limbo because of the fact that we can't get a live crowd. Well, would you think Bob Arum would be up to putting that fight on, on, on some type of television without a crowd? Well, you can try. Um, uh, I, I think all of these promoters are bursting at the seams. The fighters who have limited uh, lifespans in terms of their profession um, are eager to get back in. And um, $200,000 may be uh, pocket change to a young up-and-coming star, but... Uh, Consider what else, what else is going on out there in the world that ain't bad. That's true. You know, Godfather, I was looking at Joe Joe for, uh, Joe Lewis's record, and of course it was on June twenty eighth, uh, June twenty eighth, nineteen thirty nine, that he fought Tony Galento. Of course, two ton Tony Galento decked him in, in Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. But when I was looking back at the, the fight before that, he fought Bob Pastor. That was in Detroit in Briggs Stadium, and that was scheduled for twenty rounds. Is is is, is that correct? Uh, it might have been the end of the 20 year, the 20 round championship era. Um, I remember listening to those fights on the radio, and I remember that um, I had an uncle who laid 20 to 1 on Joe Lewis to beat Galento, $100 to $5. Now, $100 in that day might be. A thousand. Two thousand yeah. today. Uh -huh. um, and he didn't have that kind of money. And when Galento just knocked Lewis down with a left hook, um, he turned ashen. 
but uh, Lewis came back and won the fight, and he won his five dollars. Oh, okay, was was he? Uh, did he ever bet again, or was that was because I bet ten thousand dollars in the Super Bowl one time and won, and I never I never bet again. I don't know. Um, they once took me up to a pool a pool room during the baseball season after a game at Yankee Stadium, and in the pool rooms it would be. Uh, a primitive form of Las Vegas, um, where you could bet on baseball games illegally. And uh, I remember the pool room guy uh, using chalk to put in the scores inning, inning by inning. Um, I don't remember if my uncle won that one. <laughs> Interesting. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, the Godfather Larry Rachel will be with us for one more segment. Thanks so much for that. You are tuned to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, approaching 22 minutes past the hour. This is hour number one of two today, live on Sports Byline, our Heart Radio Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211, SB Nation Sports, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Plus, if you're listening to this delayed, that means you listen to it on Anchor Podcast, anchor.com, the podcast, the Ring Talk podcast. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. More with the Godfather after the break. Last year, flag-draped coffins have returned from Afghanistan. Now we know Vladimir Putin pays a bounty for the murder of American soldiers. Donald Trump knows too and does nothing. Putin pays the Taliban cash to slaughter our men and women in uniform. And Trump is silent, weak control. Instead of condemnation, he insists Russia be treated as our equal. Instead of retaliation, he invites Putin to America. When Trump tells you he stands by the troops, he's right. Just not our troops. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You never hear me say, poor Don King, poor Bob Arum, poor promoters. You know, promoters, for the most part, they're winners. There's no doubt about that. But Bob Arum got dealt a pretty bad hand. Get this it. Top Rank had five fight car skits from July on ESPN. Four of them were pulled out. July 2nd. The Jamel Herring fight versus Jonathan Akendo. That was a COVID-19 fight. July, uh, that was, that was uh, canceled because of that. The seventh, uh, Zapata's in a junior welterweight fight. Of course, uh, his opponent, Ivan Berenchik, had an interview, in- injury. Jarrell Big Baby Miller failed another drug test. No surprise there. That was July 9th and July 16th. Elidur Alvarez, former WBO champion versus Joe Smith. Alvarez suffered a shoulder injury, so things are not so good on the top rank farm. But the bottom line is they are trying to put on shows. Of course, these shows are at, at the MGM, some small little office arena or, or something like that, and they're putting them on television. And for the most part, they've been trash, Godfather. I mean, we're watching guys like the world, one of the world, the world's best Mexican fighter last week. His name is Emmanuel Navarrete, according to Bob Arum, the world's best Mexican fighter, 31 and 1, something like that, fought a guy that was 13 and 13. And this was the main event on television. Um, well, I saw the Navarrete fight last week, I guess it was. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, these things happen normally, but to have it all tumble together, uh, in, in uh, at this time, is is a bit of bad bad karma there somehow. Uh, but you got to march, keep marching. I can't believe the I can't believe anybody would sign this guy Jarrell Miller. I think he failed like like he's failed like almost double digit drug tests. I kid you not. The guys had the fails. The guys failed more drug tests than Marilyn Monroe had abortions. I mean, it's I. I he was he was he was scratched from a couple of title fights. Actually, I think he's failed six times, six different drug tests now. And top rank still tried to book him. I guess he's a heavyweight, huh? Uh, yeah, trying to get into the the heavyweight uh, rodeo, uh, but uh, I don't know why we would be obsessing over him. Okay, um, he's not a major player. I don't even know if he's a minor player. Um, and I just wonder whether boxing commissions will finally say, um, you are suspended for life for X number of years. 
and make an example of him. It's it's sad that um, a fighter who knows that he's had drug problems in the past continues to use them, and even it's his livelihood, and he can't stop. Um, shame on him! Um, but we have to we have to emphasize the guys who are doing trying to do the right thing. 24 years ago today, Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield not once but twice. Of course, the referee was Mills Lane. He was my broadcast partner for Let's Get It On Boxing. And I remember getting Mills uh, to get, we were together in Cincinnati, Ohio, something like that. And he had a couple of glasses of wine. I wanted to make, you have to soften him up because he's really a hard, rough, 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 rough guy. Anyway, so I said to him, I said, you know, after he bit him the first time, do you think he should have disqualified him the first time? And he said, you know, I thought about it, but he goes, I thought it would have caused a riot. So I thought really hard about it. Mark Ratner said to me, do you really want to disqualify him? I looked around. I said, there's 20, you know, 15, 20,000 people here. No, let's go again. But was I surprised when he bit him again? Definitely surprised that he bit him again. But it was 24, yeah, 1996, 24 years ago today, Godfather. Well, I think... uh Maybe that was the start of the decline of uh, Mike Tyson. He couldn't beat Evander Holyfield. And uh, um, in his uh, uh, attitude of fighting, that was a crime. And um, I I recall uh, being in uh, Tokyo for one of Tyson's fights and Somebody asked me what would happen between Holyfield and Tyson, and I said, well, the first thing that would happen is that Tyson would hit Holyfield. And then the second thing that would happen is that Holyfield would hit him back, and then we'll find out. And we found out in that fight that uh, Tyson didn't like to get hit, uh, you know, thought it, thought it was almost against the law, and... Um, uh, he he tried to use street justice because Holyfield was roughhousing him, and street justice doesn't work in the ring. But we're talking eight years. We're really talking eight years past, eight, almost eight years past his peak in 1996 after the jail term. I mean, because uh, the last big win he had was against Carl the Truth Williams in that first title run, and I think that was August of 1989, lose the title in February of 1990, the meltdown in Tokyo to Buster Douglas, but I, I, you know, I can't believe that people were betting on Mike Tyson to beat Evander Holyfield at, at that late stage of the game. I mean, you I mean all, there was all kinds of money coming on Tyson. Not too many people were betting Holyfield. He was like, it was like a phenomenon. Well, you know, Tyson struck an emotional chord and fight fans, and uh, because of his style, because he was a knockout puncher, because he was a controversial figure at that moment in time when some things were happening out and outside of the ring, um, and uh, but. I, there are people who probably still believe that Tyson can go in and, and beat Tyson Fury. 
Well, hopefully uh, that's that this, not, that nonsense talk about a comeback and all that kind of good stuff sort of ended. And I think when they they put him on a wrestling show a couple of weeks ago, Godfather, and the ratings like lost. They, in other words, from the week before they weren't any better than from the week before, and they had Mike Tyson on. So I, I think they're starting to realize that Mike Tyson isn't the uh, the draw that they think he is. Um, I didn't realize that he he was in an MMA fight. No, a wrestling fight, pro, pro wrestling. <laughs> and, and he wasn't just, he wasn't a referee, he was actually wrestling? No, no, he was just a clown, he was there to, you know, to do his, to be there like an enforcer or something, you know, that old, that old uh, wrestling. Okay, so he was part of the act. He was part of the act. Speaking of part of the act, did you happen to see the latest Lincoln Project commercial that they've aired? Have you seen that? Well, I've seen, I've seen a few of them, I've been, and, and Apparently they're turning them out um, daily. Yeah, so I'm not sure which one you're talking about, but uh, um, Trump has left himself wide open um, to being mocked uh, because, um, and you can't, and if you can't deny what's in 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 these commercials because it's him, it's. It's uh, Trump on record. Okay, let's listen to this. Let's listen to the spot right now. In the last year, flag-draped coffins have returned from Afghanistan. Now we know Vladimir Putin pays a bounty for the murder of American soldiers. Donald Trump knows, too and does nothing. Putin pays the Taliban cash to slaughter our men and women in uniform. And Trump is silent, weak, controlled. Instead of condemnation, he insists Russia be treated as our equal. Instead of retaliation, he invites Putin to America. When Trump tells you he stands by the troops, he's right. Just not our troops. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. That's their latest ad. That's the hardest-hitting ad I've ever heard in my life, I think, as far as any political drama is concerned. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, there were one or two that I've seen that were... Um, Equally as riveting? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the, the, this, this, um, the sounds and the sights put put together very well and it's um you know joe biden all he has to do is stay in his cave in delaware and these things go out there and uh and 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 trump beats himself up <laughs> you know you and i had we had exposure to him in, in the 90s when he was doing those fights in atlantic city and I told you what his attorney told me, Mark Eddis, one time. He goes, "You can't put me on the record for that. My my boss is a is a a you know what hole." And, and you know, I knew it back then, and you and I know it. And of course, he still is that the white power thing. Godfather, that sort of blew me away. He he, he posted a white power video. This is the president. Well, he knows what his base is, and he's going. To use that and abuse that as much as he can, because there is a 
uh, a largely white base and uh, angry white people who are out of work and maybe the polls seem to show though that they're starting to turn against him hmm. and um, um, that these all of these pandemics coming together the virus pandemic the race pandemic the economy pandemic and of course the boxing pandemic good point godfather say <laughs> hi to the god mama for me i love you we'll talk soon you got it pedro you tuned to ring talk live worldwide that's the hbo godfather retired hbo icon the hall of famer mr larry merchant Now, let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402 iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. 
And all these fighters that, that are, you know, they share in the revenue. They do share in the revenue. They have, an, a, 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 they have the upside in the pay-per-view, you know? How many guys have the upside in the pay-per-view? <clears throat> Conor McGregor. <clears throat> um, Conor McGregor. Uh, who else? They say Conor McGregor. That's that's like basically it. John Jones gets a a five million dollar purse. I think each time he fights. Amanda Nunes, the two division women's champion, considered the greatest women's fighter of all time. Although I question that. Uh, but the bottom line is she's a two division champion. She got five hundred grand her last fight out, <clears throat> and had she not won, she'd have only got three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And this is for headlining a pay per view card. So what I'm trying to tell you is the pimp. Yeah, he's still pimp, and that was Dana White bringing this in there. The UFC rocking and rolling last night. Or I guess you can call it rocking and rolling. Of course, they had a card on ESPN. Dustin Poirier in the main event. Of course, good-looking lightweight, no doubt about that. Former interim champion, of course, got lit up like a <clears throat> White House Christmas tree by Khabib. Of course, the true lightweight champion, 155 pounds. But Dustin Poirier was the winner last night. Took out Dan Hook, where the unanimous knot across the board. 48-47, 48-47, and 48-46 as far as the points are concerned. Um, straight up, eh, I don't know. Poirier is a, a good fighter. And, you know, I guess when you can be, be a good fighter, but you're it's sort of like when you've got a guy in your division like Tyson or Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali or Joe Lewis or, or somebody that's in, un, seemingly unbeatable like Khabib, what good does it Dude, to be a lightweight, <clears throat> I'd rather go somewhere else, especially after Khabib already beat him once. Mike Perry was a winner, and of course he beat up the guy that beat up Mickey Gall. I take that back. Yeah, Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall beat up on uh, um, CM Punk. Remember CM Punk? Of course, the wrestler that decided he was going to go from the WWE, drop down to 170 pounds, and switch to the world of mixed martial arts at the age of 37 years old. I give him all kinds of props. Of course, I put him down for it because I thought it was a stupid movie. He go, he got hurt. You know, I mean, he got hurt a couple of times. I mean, he got hurt. Anyway, bottom line is CM Punk is no longer doing MMA. I guess he's going to go back to pro wrestling. Uh, we're going to do something about pro wrestling now or number two, but Mickey Gall was a loser last night to Mike, Mike Perry. Mike Perry's entertaining guy, no doubt about that. Outside of that, <clears throat> the rest of the card, <clears throat> a bunch of no names. And if you want to watch No Names as far as fighting is concerned, more power to you. I don't. I want to see stars. I want to see mega stars. And, you know, especially if I'm paying for it. I had to pay for that card, ESPN Plus. That's part of my subscription package. So I'm paying for these fights. Next up, as far as the UFC is concerned, UFC, I think, <clears throat> 251. Once beaten world welterweight champion, Kamir Usman. Bad dude. No, I mean, he, he frighteningly bad. Of course, taking on Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns, a guy that moved from lightweight to 170 pounds recently, of course, came off that big win a couple of weeks ago. He was uh, not going to get the title fight. Jorge Masvidal was going to get the title fight instead, but Masvidal didn't want to take the money. I think they were offering like $500,000, and that was that. Well, he got $500,000 for the Nate Diaz fight in Madison Square Garden last year, I think late last year. And, of course, that turned out to be a huge pay-per-view event and it sold out the house for like six million bucks so get this he draws the crowd he gets five hundred thousand dollars oh wait wait wait! i think dana might have given him a fifty thousand dollar bonus so he got 550 for selling out the garden and winning dana white i'm telling you man when you look at him just just think just think pimp that's all you can think of is just think pimp. Don't think American businessman. He's not an American businessman. In my mind, he's a pimp. Anyway, Kamara Usman and Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is a good fighter. You know that about that from Downs, uh, down in Brazil. I mean, he's got the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He strikes well. He pounds well. He wrestles well. He's got that, <clears throat> that Brazilian jiu-jitsu background where he can wrestle on his back, fight on his back well. Usman, 
pound for pound, man, I don't know. Is there a better fighter in MMA right now than this guy? Maybe not. Not too many guys are stepping up and wanting to fight him. Maybe Masvidal's reluctance to fight him as far as the championship was concerned was maybe it wasn't money. Maybe it was the fact that the end of Masvidal's winning winning streak would come at the hands of Kamiro Usman, the world welterweight champion, 170 pounds. The co-feature, wow, a rematch. I wouldn't do this if I was Max Holloway. You know, Max Holloway is one of those guys that, that looks like the old fighter in the old days, you know, like like Tony Galento and guys like that. He sort of looks a little punchy already, you know, and that's Max Holloway because he talks with the, the Hawaiian slang. Max has got the Hawaiian slang going for him. Fine fighter, I mean, no doubt about it, but you can tell he's a fighter. In other words, his nose is like smashed all over his face, okay, it's like really wide. Anyway, he's going to come back in a rematch, yikes, against this guy, Alexander Volkanovsky. And Volkanovsky beat him like a... Uh, Volkanovsky should have been arrested for domestic violence. If they were gay, he would have been. He beat on Max Holloway so bad the last time. I'm telling you, they should have stopped the fight. They didn't stop the fight. They let the fight go. I couldn't understand why they kept letting it go, letting it go, letting it go, letting it go. I mean, Max is getting beat up. This is what I don't get about these, these UFC fights. <clears throat> and some of you say, well, you know, they're fighters. No, 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 no. There are fighters to an extent where they're not supposed to go out there and, like, throw their lives on the line to the point where, you know, hey, I'm going to... Bo no, no. These are athletic competitions. Yes, on occasion, serious injury does, does take place, especially in MMA, and people do get hurt. I think the residual effects of MMA are still to come. I think 15 or 20 years from now, we're going to see a whole lot of rocky guys because you, you get hit with elbows, you get kicked in the head. Let me tell you, let me... I mean, I could punch a little bit, not 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 a lot, but I could punch a little bit. But if I kicked you in the head, it totally has a whole lot more power than if I punched you, okay? And if you get kneed in the head and the whole nine, then what I'm trying to tell you is that the residual effects of MMA are still to come. Anyway, Kamara Usman and Gilbert Burns, of course, and Volkanovski and Holloway. And also on the card, don't I have no idea why. <clears throat> Listen, you can't tell me the USC is not rigged or fixed or... <clears throat> choreographed, <clears throat> or call it what you want. They've got a Bantamweight title fight on the card. This is a 135-pound championship. They, uh, Henry Cejudo, evidently he retired or he gave up the championship because he didn't want to fight for Nichols. There's another guy that left. That's four guys. Henry Cejudo, Roy Jones, uh, I mean John Jones, Conor McGregor, and Amanda Nunes, four of the biggest stars of the USC have all indicated they want to retire. Why? No money. The USC, as I told you before, a $4.2 billion entity. In case you don't know, that's $4,200 million. And, 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 the fighters only get about 8 to 12 percent. Dana said he was willing to agree a couple weeks ago that the fighters got as much as 18 percent. So if he was willing to agree to that, I'm trying to say it's probably back where the plaintiffs in that case against, uh, uh, Zufa Sports, of course, in, in the USC, they're taking them to court and antitrust. I mean, Anyway, we can go into the antitrust thing on another time. But the bottom line is, at the end of the day, I think the UFC was a plantation, like a slave plantation. It still is to an extent. If you want to fight, he screws you some way. And he puts you in a, I mean, every fight's almost a death match. But he puts you in a certain death match. I mean, you know, where you're not going to win. I mean, that's just the way he does you. I'm talking about Dana. That's just the way Dana does people, man. And, 
you know, I, he, he's vengeful. I remember when he came out of East Boston, you know, in, in I think it was the early 90s, or East Boston. He had that boxing gym back in East Boston. He never made any fighters out of East Boston. He was a trainer at his own gym, this and that. Uh, Whitey Bolger, the, the mafia guy from Boston, said, you got to give me some protection money. He said, I can't give you any protection money. So Whitey ran him out of town. Why did you run him out of town, Whitey? Had you been... Sort of cool with Dana. Dana would have stayed in Boston. He would have been some bum trainer in some some uh, some gym instead of having his own private plane. So you sort of screwed things up there, Whitey Bulger, late Whitey Bulger. Of course, he was whacked a few months ago. What did they do? They they transferred him from one prison to another, and he was dead within eight hours. Coincidence? Mm, I don't think so. Um, you <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So back to this bantamweight title fight. It's involving guess who? Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo's lost his last two fights. I mean, he has. He lost, he lost to Volkanowski and the aforementioned Volkanowski, and he lost to Mario Moraes. He's like 28 and 6 now, okay? And they're going to put him in a title fight. He lost his last. Where is that at? Okay? And the guy that they put him in against, the guy's got the name of, uh, Peter Yan. He's got a Muay Thai background. He's got, 15 total fights and 14 wins, 6 by knockout. But I don't know if he's of the USC level. And you know what? They might have tried to slip a guy in here on him. And that's what the USC tries to do. If you ever go to the Wikipedia page for USC events and you notice that when you punch on the fighter's name, he doesn't have a bio, why does he always lose? That's all you've got to do. You want to bet on USC fights? You want? I mean, you if you want to make some money on USC fights, you go to the Wikipedia page, the events page, and you look at the fighters that are fighting on the cards that don't have bios. In other words, when you click next to their name, nothing happens when you click on their name. Those guys, they always, they never, I haven't seen a guy win that had, they had to draw his name in. I haven't seen a guy win yet. Well, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm telling you, all these guys are losers. Straight up, the USC sucks. They know it. It's on the ropes, I think. I think, uh, in time. I think people will get tired of it. I think the brutality of it is just, well, maybe that, that, that 33 and a th- that third of, uh, you know, the Kobe Covington people and those kind of good stuff, um, his Trump people, maybe they can keep it going. But I just don't think that this sport's going to be around for 15 or 20 years, not the damage that's being dished out. I just don't see it. As far as the rest of the year is concerned, Oh, did you hear me yawn? Yeah, there's not been nothing. I mean, Holly Holm. I mean, come on, man. Holly Holm, was she like 38, 39 years old now? Of course, the former world boxing champion. Didn't I do her fights in the 90s? Didn't I do her fights in the 90s in, in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico? Was it 19, early, early 2000s? It was like 20 years ago. Is she still fighting? Holy cow. August 1st, USC Apex Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada. Holly Holm, the former uh, champion in the main event. Of course, her big claim to fame was... She trained for one fight, and that was Ronda Rousey. She trained to beat Ronda Rousey, and she did it. She went down to she went down to uh, Australia and licked Ronda like a stamp. There was just no doubt about it. I mean, that was whoa, big time upset in the minds of a lot of people. Not in my mind because I knew Holly could fight. Okay, she had the MMA background. She she wasn't like, hey, we just uh, I started MMA last week. Now she has some MMA background before I think believe she was even boxing so straight up holly home coming back august 1st las vegas that'll be on espn i believe as far as the rest of the year is concerned they've got a heavyweight i call it the the rubber match i guess the third fight between daniel cormier the former light heavyweight champion the man that's only lost of course two fights he lost to stippy miocic and he lost to 
John Jones. And of course, John Jones was, uh, and there was a couple other fights, I think, where John Jones tested positive for Flintstone vitamins, a.k.a. I'm talking about uh, steroids. Anyway, but outside of that, Cormier is a guy, I, he's been in the studio. He's the most unimpressive-looking guy physically you're ever going to see in your life. He sort of looks like a, like, like a guy that works in a hardware store. He doesn't look like a fighter. Anyway, but he's been a light heavyweight champion, and I give him props. He was a world-class wrestler, a world-class college wrestler uh, as far as nationally ranked was concerned. I think he won the Pan Am Games and almost went to the Olympics. So a world amateur, I think he was even a world amateur wrestling champion. So anyway, has those, those wrestling credentials, of course. But he knocked out Stippy Miocic when they fought for the heavyweight championship. And then Miocic beat him in the rematch. And when Miocic beat him in the rematch, uh, Cormier fought real dirty. He fought with open hands. He kept poking at him with those, those fingers. And I'm screaming at the TV set, hey, 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 he's gonna, he's, he's thumbing him. And, and, and he wasn't thumbing him. He was fingering him. Okay. And what I mean by fingering him is, is when you hit so many eyes with open fingers or open thumb, that's how you detach retinas. And what happened to Stephen Miocic? He got a detached retina. Coincidence? Hell no. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, this is hour number one of two of Ring Talk live Sunday. Of course, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast now, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and SB Nation Sports as well. If you're listening to this delayed, it's on Anchor.com Podcast. You're tuned to Ring Talk. Sitting by the dance floor, checking it out, watching the man with the fast feet. Got the hippie strings and the bad boogaloo, the big old bag of tricks. Down to the nightclub, uh-huh. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let's just play a little bit. This is the new Tower of Power. And I mean it is new. Of course, they had that new album come out on the soul side of town about two years ago, a year and a half, 18 months. Bottom line is, they're back with their second album. This is called Look In My Eyes. It's got the chicks doing background, Emilio in the song, man. It's rocking and rolling. Check it out. Look In My Eyes on YouTube.com, the new Tower of Power sound. Of course, the boys from the East Bay. Check them out at TowerofPower.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Want to mention the fact that um, I will be talking in hour number two about the world of boxing in depth. Of course, stay tuned for hour number two here on Ring on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network, like a thousand other internet platforms. Straight up, I'll be talking about the fact that Roberto Duran is recovering. Of course, we're showing his fights right now on the uh, Sports Byline uh, TV, uh, Twitch. Take it back. Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline Channel, was shown with Roberto Duran, Iran Barkley, fight from February of 1989. Of course, it was Duran's last great stand, no doubt about that, man. How he withstood that hook in the ninth round, I have no idea from Iran Barkley. Barkley was the biggest middleweight fighter I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he just was. He was, he was freakishly big. I mean, he ended up fighting heavyweights like former WBA heavyweight champion Jerry Cosia. He fought him. I think he beat him. I kid you not. So Iran Barkley was a big, big, big middleweight. And I'll never forget what, what he said when I met him the first time I met him. He had just knocked out Tommy Hearns. <clears throat> And he was crying. He was crying in the ring. Oh, because he was getting hit so hard. Oh, he was, oh, moaning. Oh, I was, man, I never heard an old guy like welching, screaming, and all that kind of stuff in the ring from body shots. Never heard that before. And then he knocked out Tommy with the one punch. Boom. Tommy gets knocked out. So I walk up to uh, Mr. Barkley. I ran Barkley after the fight. Of course, he's from New York. A guy from the hood. He's holding his ice back up to his eye. I said, uh, 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 Mr. Barkley, can I, can I have some of your time, sir? And he says, although my name is Iran, I never did. Ooh, that was like one of the heaviest things I had ever, ever been told. I mean, I was like blown away by it. Here he was holding his head back together from the cuts that Tommy Ernst inflicted on him. At the end of the day, Iran Barkley was the world middle-age champion. But for not too long, February of 1989, a Roberto Duran will come along. And speaking of Roberto Duran, of course, the man with the hands of stone, right now in a Panama City hospital. Of course, Duran, of course, 69 years old, celebrated his 69th birthday on June the 21st. What happened? On his birthday, allegedly, 
a politician came to the house and gave him some flowers and wanted to take a picture or some kind of crap like that. Anyway, he got close to the guy, Duran, who's been screaming. He's been screaming all of it. Stay strict. Stay quarantined. Stay in the house the whole nine yards. You know, lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. And then he ends up getting it. Anyway, bottom line is he is in good condition in the Panama City Hospital, as I speak, according to his daughter, Dalia Duran. So we thank her for the update. Stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Cause I love you. 